0: So I don't even like know where to begin. Like, um, you're gonna have to help pull this out of me a little bit. Well, I'll say the basis of the conversation we were going to have, oh,
1: was like how to properly get over someone. If that's what you still want to do, I just feel like it'll be good to give the people listening to the podcast a little bit of an insight of maybe where my head's been at because I feel like the past few episodes I haven't even been in this room because of my mind and I mean it just has not been here. I ended. I guess we'll just call it a relationship. Like, I'm sick of the situation. Yeah. I ended a relationship last week that has hurt me. Like, I've literally, like, cried every day. I, like, don't know what's going on. And it was only five months, but I'm, like, in tears every day. And I'm like, how do you properly get over someone who you, you didn't end because you stopped liking them. You ended because they couldn't give you what you needed. We're your besties in your ear. Another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Good.
0: Oh my gosh! Right on the cusp. I can't say good morning because it's afternoon. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. How are you? I'm
0: excellent. How are you?
1: Good. You have a nice little glow.
0: You know what? You know what glow I have? (laughs) What? Um, It's funny. I have my period glow. Same. And this morning, Graham woke me up. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm in a bad mood. And he was like, why? And I was like, oh, because I'm on my period. And he was like, right, but why are you in a bad mood? And I was like, you're never going to get it. You don't understand. Like, I can't get out of it. I can't fix it. It's hormones. Like, you're never going to understand just being in a bad mood. And I'm jealous of that. Like, I was like, what's that like to just not have that? Okay, so
1: question, because there's two different reasons I'm in bad moods during my period. Because I'm also on my period today. I started it today. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Are you in bad moods because of physical pain or this like over, like suffocating irritability that comes along with your period? So
0: physical, I like welcome. I think it's cool. Like I'm like, oh, I've got cramps. Like my feet hurt because I can attribute it to something. I got a manicure last night. I don't like my pointer finger. Like it's filed slightly wrong. And I'm like, and it's, but I know I'm like, you're not, you don't give a fuck about your pointer finger. And I'm, it's not, it looks all the same. It's the most irrational. I'm like, just let it go. And I, I have gone to that point in my life where I can be like, you're just, you know, you're mad for no reason. And in three days, you're going to laugh at yourself. But it's just like, you know, so I just kind of mope around and I'm like, Oh, it's the time. But he doesn't okay. I went to PBR and the the guys, I asked him if they ride, if they wear cups when they ride bulls mm-hmm. and they don't. And I was like, God, that would hurt so bad. Like to have your balls squished. And he's like, you don't, <sighs> like you're never gonna
1: know. I mean, it's kinda of, I feel like it might be kind of like getting your boobs just like smashed. No. No. It's no. so crazy. No. So my period symptoms have changed over the past few months, and I think it's Probably because we're syncing up, but my boobs hurt so bad. Where I was at the chiropractor the other day, on my stomach getting cracked, and I literally was like, "Oh my god, you like this hurts so bad because any pressure was killing me." Maybe I gave that to you because that used to be my biggest one. I think you did. I don't have it anymore. You gave it to me, but it's it's crazy because like my boobs get really big up into my period, but the second I get my period, they. It's like a balloon popping. They just shrink back down to the normal size. Yeah, I love I love period boobs because they're like big and I'm like, cool. No, literally. I I got out of the shower like two days ago and I was like, damn girl, did you get a boob job? And then I got out of the shower today and I go, it's because I got you today. Oh, they don't stay big during your period? The moment I get my period, it's like that's when the balloon happens and it just goes, shh. <laughs>
0: I, I'm all for the period glow because, like, my skin's better. What? Yeah, my they. I will. Well, well, well I think it's bad. You could give me an Advil and tell me it's an Adderall and I would think I could focus the whole day. So I read one time in Allure when I was like 17 years old that the best part about your period is that your skin has like a little extra shine to it and you have a little extra glow. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm never going to Google it, but I always thought for since then, I
1: was like, oh, my skin's better on my period. You are shining today. Good for me. Like <laughs> I would say we're glowing, but my skin isn't better on my period. I get like... Like more redness and like if I ever get acne, it's during my period. But I do think I have the glow today too. I feel like we both do. Yeah. The, yeah, I, I, it's like a little extra shine. Yeah. It, it's scary how much it mimics pregnancy symptoms. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. I love, I, I, I love
0: that for the pregnant people though, because it's like you get, if we're going to have the period and we're going to have the babies and all that, give us some good things. Yes. Um, okay. Before we go any further, let's talk about. The one and only Pink Whitney because this podcast is sponsored by our favorite Pink Whitney. So go to your local bar today um, because we are well into, we can no longer say the new year because it's the third week. So I think we're done with that. Um, I think if you're doing dry January, you just kind of punt it and go to your local bar with your friends and order a shot of Pink Whitney because it's still tis the season.
1: Punting. I feel such crazy energy coming off you today. I'm like, I think it might be a good episode. I woke up and I was like, I'm psyched. <laughs> you woke up and you're like, I'm, gonna, wait, what does that say? Where it's like, I woke up and chose war. Yeah. You woke up and chose destruction
0: today. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've been choosing that the past like nine months. Weird, weird of me to say nine after we talked about pregnant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways, Alex, how was your weekend? It was great. I went to Cabo. That's why I said you have a nice glow. Cause I was referring to a tan.
0: I went, I chose war that day when I, we had a boat day and I was like, I don't know, no sunscreen. Alex. I know, and I but I never ever do that. Put on your face? Even on my face. Well, now now granted, I do no, my lotion every day has like 45 in it. So I always have some protection on and then my tinted moisturizer also has some on it. So I was probably wearing like 80. But yeah, I was like, "You know what? Well, no, I'm cooped up. I always put on sunscreen and I just wanted to let it fly." What?
1: Okay. If you don't fall, Alex, you should, but there was something around your neck that was pretty large the whole weekend. What if you would have gotten a tan line and I'm referring to this massive necklace you wore all weekend? What the heck, Alex? Are you trying to bring back
0: Francesca's necklaces and stuff? No, that's not my question. My question Uh, is the the, tan tan line. line. Yeah, I was worried about that. Well, I had a spray tan. I don't care. That doesn't protect you. (laughs) I know. I know. Can you imagine? You come back, you just have like this
1: legit line like down your neck. Just like it's right
0: here. I got that okay so the theme was um belle claire because her name is claire so it's like bel-air and on one of the nights we did like yeah. old hollywood so i amazoned like chunky jewelry for like 9.99 it's
1: kind of here for it to be honest thank you a lot of people were like what are you doing i'm like why do you fucking care what i'm doing i'm wearing a necklace no <laughs> like i kind of was vibing with the swimming suit with the chunky necklace so was i and i, I kind of bu- felt it then i wore it with a sweatshirt felt that too and i was like I thought you looked adorable the whole time. Thank you. I honestly did too. I was like, I love this little necklace. I loved like the little hair thing you had in, like the oh, on the boat. Nice. Is that what it was? Yeah. Like you had like a wrap in. I had a scarf and I just like tied it. Yeah, I vibed with your. I vibed with everyone's fits. I thought you guys were a,
0: an adorable bachelorette party. That is so sweet. Thank you. Who doesn't fuck them? I took, <laughs> I took. I took. You know, we did like the whole thing too. I was due for a bachelorette party. Here's the thing. Are oh, you?
1: I was. I went. i was. <laughs> I've been a bridesmaid back in my day. (laughs) Do you have any single, like, like, like single, single friends besides me? I feel like a lot of your friends are married. Yeah,
0: I would say, I would say I have like three single friends that I just thought of. Okay, so you have a few more bachelor parties coming up. I got a couple more left in the arsenal. Um, I love them, though. Like, I love any excuse to celebrate somebody. Mm -hmm. But this one was extra nice because we're a little older now. Like, I probably haven't been on one I went on like one last year, but it's probably been a couple years, like four years since I was really in the heat of my bachelorette parties. How old's the bride? Uh, turning 30 in a month. Okay. So you guys are all in your 30s, like near 30s. Yes. Yes. And, and so it's like, it was so nice because we had like, we would drink during the day. All day, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like shots. Like we weren't like falling over. Like I wasn't, I've thrown up on bachelorette parties. I've been so deathly hungover that it's so nice to go on a bachelorette party now and be like, Oh my God, I'm mature enough to enjoy it. Like I know my limits. I know I need, I should go to bed and get some sleep. I should wake. Like it was so refreshing. And this is my biggest tip now for bachelorette parties. Simplify meals. I went on one last year and then this one where We just made meals so simple. It wasn't go to brunch, go to lunch, go to dinner, get ready for all three. Because then you spend your whole entire time eating. Mm -hmm. It's expensive. You're waiting on the check. The vibe totally depends on the restaurant you're at. These last two I went on, we would eat dinners at the house. Easy. You're like in your pajamas. You're getting ready. It's paid for or it's significantly cheaper. And then we did, we did one dinner out and that was fun because you got dressed to go to the dinner. But other than that, like meals were easy.
2: Love that.
0: And that was like my favorite thing ever. No, How many nights were there? Three? That was nice. Three Two? nights. Yeah. Yeah. Three nights. Um, And it's nice too because people are like older now. So when the check comes, like I thought about, I made this video and I was like, things I've done on this one that I haven't done on other ones. And it's like this excludes like the past three years, but the ones I went on like right after college, like I had to have my parents help me pay for things still. Mm. Cause they were, they're so expensive. Yeah. So if somebody's like, Hey, this is going to be $1,500. You're like, I don't have that right now. Just sitting. And now it's like nicer, the older you get. Cause you can like
1: save. And you're like, I would love to get a round of drinks. I have a question for your bachelorette part or for bachelorette parties. Does the bride pay for anything? Or do you split it amongst all the girls and you also pay for the brides, like airfare and hotel? It depends. So, like, this bride paid for her own stuff, and she actually paid for a lot of our stuff. That's really nice. I like
0: that. It was destination because she chose Cabo. She paid for. I mean, honestly, we were so spoiled. Like, I left so thankful, so relaxed. Like, I. Didn't make money on the trip, but like damn near didn't go in the hole at all, except for like my flight. Yeah. And it was, I felt so appreciated by her Mm -hmm. now. So I felt like a really loved bridesmaid. The other side of that is everyone in your bridal party is so happy to split the cost for you because we're celebrating you. So I think it just depends on, Hmm. it depends on the mood and like the tone set really early on though. Like when you're invited, she's like, Hey, we're picking Cabo. I'm going to pay for XYZ. Like you get a pretty good gauge on how things are going to go. Or when the first text is sent out, it's like, Hey, we're going to Miami. We're staying in hotels. This is going to be the cost for everybody. I think the biggest thing is like laying out the cost early. People, Fully. Are, they're so much less mad, right? You have to do that. That's the most respectful way to do it. Totally. Like getting it out early. And like, yes, I agree. Um, okay. One other. Okay. So I have three things I want to report from the trip for, Okay. Let's hear it. So the bride is in phenomenal shape mm-hmm. she's in I, lo- I love a bride diet she's and stunning she's stunning she's the cutest thing ever she, she really is the cutest she's thing ever so, <laughs> so stinking cute I, I actually I want to take back my verbiage I just used I don't love a bride diet I love a I love a bride in preparation to be a bride in arguably one of the best days of your life mm-hmm. you're gonna take a lot of photos I think people like to get in shape for that moment mm-hmm. I loved somebody said to her like oh you're so tiny and she was like no I feel so good and I was like, I love that. Like, she doesn't want to be skinny. She doesn't want to be X, Y, or Z. She's like, I want to feel good. She's in shape. She's eating healthy, but she's still like having a blast. Like she went full send. And I lo- I was like, I'm not here to say how you should or shouldn't describe a girl's body. Because that's to each their own. But I thought, what a cool thing to say, not about how I look, but how I
1: felt. No, I love that. I And we've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't think you ever... Should use some like ever compliment someone around their weight because then that makes them feel like their worth has to do with their weight. You should never say if someone's skinny. You should never say if someone's bigger. Like it's never a good thing. You should always ask how they feel versus saying anything about how they look. What about like you look great? That's fine because you're not saying like you look so tiny, so you must feel great or you or you're not saying anything about the size. You're just like you look great.
0: Mm. Yeah. 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 And then I think also, I've learned this, like I know some of my friends who want to be skinny, Mm -hmm. like they don't want to be toned. They're like, I'm going for skinny and they'll drop like little hints. And then I'm like, then I know. But then I'm like, I know I can give you, you look tiny. And they're like, thank you. But it took me like years to understand like that's their thing. Mm -hmm. And I will give them that compliment if I, or if I know somebody loves their skin. You know, like, they love to take care of their skin or something. I'd be like, your skin looks good. Like, giving people the compliments that you kind of
1: know they like. Yeah. I have worked really hard on this to never... Like, if I'm company you, I'm never going to be like, Alex, you look so small in that dress. No. I'll always be like, you look so good in that dress. Or that dress brings out your eyes. Like... I have worked on that for so long because it affects me so much to all, to never comment on someone's weight. Mm -hmm. And if I do, I uh, like last night I was with one of my friends and I was like, I was like, your butt looks so big. Assuming like that was a compliment. And she was like, that was kind of hurtful of you to say. But (laughs) I didn't even think about it because yeah, yeah, it would be. But in my mind, I'm like, if someone told me my butt looked big, I be like, hell yeah. my 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 Noda did that over the summer. She was like, Oh my god,
3: Alana, you have such a beautiful body. It's shaped like a pear. And I started crying. No, I would have t- I would you. I not understand there's a little bit of a language barrier. Yes. So she she just meant like I'm skinny on top and like curvy on the bottom. A beautiful curvy. But yeah. uh, you know, I don't know why the word pear is like triggering <laughs> and everyone was dying cuz I was like I was literally tearing up and she was like so confused. Aww. But I just thought that was funny. No, I should. I I never... I I thought that was funny that you said that, like, you have friends that love to be skinny. So Mm -hmm. you'll compliment that. I have friends that are like that. So Like, they don't eat. And I'll never... I don't... um, Enforce Encourage that at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll I'll purposely not say that. Because I don't like the connection. And I don't... You know what I mean? And it's... Like I, my old roommate actually like didn't eat like, and she, other people would be like, you look so tiny. You look, so, you're this big. Mm-hmm. And it would make me cringe because I knew I lived with her and I knew the behavior around it. It would fuel so it. So I would
0: never, you know what I mean? it, I didn't want to fuel it. Yeah. I think I'm so in tune. Like I, I feel like I have so much, uh, eating struggle knowledge where I can immediately sense, like, mm-hmm. I struggle with it for two years. Like, I, so uh-huh. I understand. So I know the relationship somebody has with food if it's bad. Whereas, like, I have a really close friend here in New York who, like, works out a lot, but I know her thing is she's like, oh, I kind of look tiny. And I'm like, I'll, I will mm-hmm. give you that because I know it makes you feel better. But, yeah, if it ever was, like, a trigger for somebody, I would never do that. But I don't even, like, yeah. think about that because that's just, like, I would that wouldn't even be, like, an option. Yeah, yeah
1: I know. I have to work on that, too, because... Sometimes that was a good point. Like, if I was like, Oh, Alex, you look so skinny today. For all I know, like, you could be having huge fights with Graham and not eating because you're so stressed. And then in your head, you're like, Well, I probably should keep up this fighting because it's making me skinny. It's making me look good. Yeah, I just got a yeah, compliment. Yeah. And it's just really toxic.
0: But you told me I had a big butt or a good, my, my butt yeah. looks good one day. And I
1: was you loved that yeah. i was elated like that for me was good but i i learned from my other friend i was like okay i shouldn't have said big butt. i should have said your butt just looks so good because it, it did toned, her, her it looked butt toned. looked incredible i was like shocked but in my head i was like i should never use used the word big i'm so sorry but like it just looks incredible
0: right but this is the other thing too
1: i don't ever i also
0: lo- i don't love like removing words or not giving compliments out of fear of like how the like because that's the other side of it is like you're like, well, what do I say to them? Because they do look really good. Like, what if you are diet and exercising and yeah. people don't notice? So it's like, that's why I think if you can pick it up in the, but you, it has to, I mean, I'll only probably compliment my core People that I, like, know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know With a specific
1: one. Yeah. Like, I know I can say you have a juicy fat ass, and you'll probably do like some like, mm. jumping jacks of joy. Okay. <laughs> and I'll do some squats the next day, too, to make sure so it stays that way. I don't Anything about my butt, I'm like, compliment all day, because yeah. I would love a fat ass. Yeah, but I feel like our moms hate the butt
3: comments. My mom get, the hates when I say like your butt looks good.
1: She's but, like, oh, and I have a fat ass. I think because they grew oh. up in a era where era where they weren't supposed to have a fat yeah. ass. But
0: like now, like we've pressed everything. <laughs> that's <laughs> actually that's actually a good point too. I feel like all of our moms also grew up in a very glorified, like, um one body was accepted and that was that that was the bone thin kind of era but yeah. now we're in we're so many bodies beautiful and social the, uh, the flip side of social media is it gives us so many examples of really pretty people in every type of body yeah and i feel like that like being able to be like your ass looks good now it's like big asses are cool like mm-hmm. they're beautiful it's like we accept everything ass. i love it um, little boobs
1: big boobs oh, i love i just love big boobs and big butts See, so yeah, now I'm I'm in small boob phase. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I just I think it's more of I don't know when I had the period boobs. I was like, I would thrive if my boobs looked like this every day. But honestly, if anyone looked at them, they'd probably be like, they look the same. I hate my period boobs. They're
0: obscene. Really? really? They're yeah. Offensive.
1: You're like <laughs>
0: literally like I feel like our period boobs are like. Just enough. (laughs) Yeah. Just a little, just enough. And it's like, you, my dear, are perfect. I mean, I'll wear a low-cut shirt, and it's like, No one noticed, but I noticed. Oh, hell yeah. I feel like when I'm on my period, granted, I have an A on a good day. I feel like I could walk to the door and, like, hit the door with my boobs. I I feel like they're so big, and it's like, they're not, no one, no no one noticed. No one does. My own husband, like,
1: will not notice. Oh, my God, that's funny. Okay, what else do you learn on this trip?
0: Okay, um, also, oh, okay, you know how when you give a speech at a wedding, Mm -hmm. and you're writing it, and you're like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to say things about her that are really funny, but they're offensive. Yeah. Like you're telling the story about her throwing up junior year, couldn't get her shit together. <sighs> and it's like in your mind when you're writing it, you're laughing. But the hater speeches, when you put them out loud every time, every single time yeah. they fall flat. And and the gra- your grandma's not laughing and mixed with mm-hmm. alcohol,
1: too. Yes. A little slurred.
0: And it's like, this person's now like marrying somebody and like his or her parents are there. And you're just doing like, you're doing like the locker room talk at like the bro time, like, remember when? And it's like, it just falls. (laughs) We talked about that. We were like, hey, nobody do a hater speech.
1: If I get married and anyone gives a speech at my wedding and it's a hater speech. There's the door, right? (laughs) Like, I also don't want to know anything my future husband did. Mm. I don't want to be finding out about it on my wedding day. (laughs) you know the big, you know
0: what the biggest like no, no is like, okay. So my, one of my funniest stories about this girl has to do with an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. You don't tell it. No. If you tell an ex story in a rehearsal dinner speech, it's like. We don't want to think about that. Like, you have to pretend like this person only loved one person. <laughs>
1: make a list of their good qualities. Yeah. And only talk about that. Also, on their wedding day, the only man and woman that exists are the bride and the groom. Yes.
3: <laughs> I hate when the friend makes it about, like, just their friend. Like, they forget it's for the couple. Oh, Like, God. this is not a yearbook entry. No. I don't care about how you guys met and the mm-hmm. Rocky Times, you two. This is not your wedding. This is about the couple. Yeah.
1: You or know what I mean? When they make it
3: about themselves, yeah, that like no short. one cares.
1: Me- stories
0: that, like, yeah, when
1: inside you
3: jokes. when yeah, inside oh jokes are
0: like, God. you tell a story, but it's you're the main character of the story, and they're a supporting <laughs> character of the story. Yeah, don't tell that story. No, please don't. And I don't care if you like the person they're marrying or not. At one point in the speech, look at the other person, give them a compliment, or seven mm-hmm. compliment them as a couple. Like it, the way it goes, the way the speech has got to go is like, love the girl,
1: love the guy, love them together. You couple gotta, of funny stories. You got to be really selfless on someone else's wedding day. Like if you have any anger about that person marrying that person on their actual wedding day, you got to put it aside because you had months before it had- Tell them, but like on their actual wedding day, just let it go and let them get married.
0: Yes, yes. The true duty of like some being in somebody's wedding and getting to give a speech is it has nothing to do with
1: you. Is like the objecting at a wedding actually a thing? I've never. I've never. I would, I would love <laughs> to see it. Does anyone object? I object. I would die. That'd be so entertaining, but horrible. I think it would be I think it would be awful. But, like, can you imagine if, like, someone, like, came up there, professed their love and was like, I've loved you forever. X, Y, and Z. I just was too afraid to tell you. What if then? What if the bride, like, what if a guy objected and was like,
0: I've always loved you. And she's like, fuck, I've always loved you, too. I just never thought you loved me. And then she looks at the groom and she's like, it's over. I don't know what I would do. I would cry. I think I would Someone professing their true love vulnerably in front of everyone makes me feel it's like it's a rom-com. It is a rom-com. I just feel really sorry for the other person. There's no way it would happen. You'd have to do it before. You can't. You got to do it before. You got to write her a note beforehand and say, I'm in love with you. Well, I don't, I, I don't think weddings actually ever ask if people
1: object, do they?
0: Oh, no, they definitely do. They do? Yeah, because I, I was at one. one. I mean, not all the time because I do always look for it but but i've definitely been to some where they're like if anybody at this moment and they make a joke out of it. If you object please stand up or say i and then they're like oh got that out of the way you know and everyone kind of like
1: laughs. I've only been to like 3 weddings. Me too. Ever? Like th- four. Jason's was my fourth. Wedding ever. Yeah. I i have been to i can't even. I've been to second marriages. Oh, that's cool. Trust me. That's cool. Just imagine like one day when every every all my friends start to get in relationships and it adds up, I'm gonna have like so many weddings throughout no, my thirties. Literally, it's I'm like, nervous. bachelorette party, wedding, and I'll be like thirty, starting all of this, and you'll be like thirty, being like, I finished it all. I'll be in babies by then. Like, yes. I'll be,
0: I'll be, I'm already in oh, that. Oh, I'm already there too. Attending, <laughs> attending, attending baby showers. Um, okay, next, the other topic is when somebody says, "Oh, well, I'm a guy's girl." I just want to look at that person and say
1: that's a cop out. That's also you're insulting yourself. I need to know the context of how that was yeah. Even can you said describe the story a little bit? Like, like what who were you guys talking about? Says that
3: in 2023, yeah, lot, a lot of girls do. <laughs> like, get real. A lot. Yeah. Well, like be is, fucking for real.
0: You know what I thought though? I remember us using. I'm just a guy's girl back in the day. I think I remember like in high school and maybe the beginning of college, people would say it because they thought it made them cool. They thought it made them the one. Cl- I'll text the guys. Cause I'm the guy's girl. Like, and I don't, I don't get along well with other girls, but mm-hmm. it's like, no, 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 no. Getting along well with girls and guys is like the entry fee into the world. Also
1: getting, being a girl's girl is a good thing. Cause that means you have your girl's backs. Like you can still be friends with guys, but being a girl's girl just means like you, you're, at the end of the day, you're there for
0: your girls. It's a cop-out if you say I'm a guy's girl because you're giving yourself an excuse to not get along with other girls. Or to be kind of bitchy. Not saying your
1: friend it was, but like that's
0: what I think of. No, it's a huge... No, no, no. We were talking about a scenario of... We were talking at the table of a scenario of a girl that... she I don't even know who it was, but she had said... She was talking about how she's a guy's girl. And one of the girls was like, that doesn't... We don't do that anymore. Like we're all old enough now to know we're all girls. We're girls, girls. We're in a bachelorette party <laughs> is a perfect time to realize girls, girls get along really well. Like it was a drama list. Like no, everyone knew everyone showed up. Everyone gets an A plus on like performance. And sometimes you don't have those. I think that's maybe where the story started of like, well, she's just a guy's girl. So she's okay. That person's okay pissing off other
1: girls. Because she's a guy's girl. One time, I think you were included in this story. Someone was talking to us and they literally said, But like, I'm just a guy's uh a guy's girl. Like I just have more guy friends. And immediately I was like, I will not be friends with you. Oh my
3: god, who said that?
1: Well, I can't say right now. I I remember this conversation. I I kinda do too. Yeah. Like you seem like a really nice girl, but any girl who refers to themselves as a guy's girl, I was like, I can't be friends with you because at the end of the day, you will never have my back or my like best interest in mind. You no, know, you can be a guy's girl, be a girl's girl, be everyone's girl. Yeah,
0: just be everyone's girl. Not every I you know what the saying I love more and more? What? I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I am some people's shot of whiskey. But you can be a girl and a guy's shot of whiskey. Like yeah. have a certain person maybe you love more or like a personality type or like stand for nothing fall for anything like people like that mm-hmm. but that doesn't have to be sex specific mm-hmm. like that could be like girl guy anything yeah like you have your tribe people like that and your tribe you like more
1: yeah like it's okay if your tribe is all guys and you're a girl but just like to me if you're like i'm a guys girl, means you don't even try to be nice to the girls Th- that's that what it is, is. It, yeah it,
0: you can have primarily guy friends yeah if you are a girl that grew up with like all brothers I think a lot of times you're like I don't know I just vibe with them a little bit better yeah still love girls y- exactly but that guys would mean girls growing up. Yeah, guys. I I was
3: I never would have said that about myself, but I definitely used, until I was twenty probably like used to take so much pride in the fact that like I was the one that the guys would I was a liaison like, and that made me like feel good about myself. Like, yeah. I would never have said like, oh my guys, girl, but like I'm a girl's girl for sure. But I used to like t- think it made me cool, you know, mm-hmm. which like looking back makes me cringe. And even when you met some of my guy friends, they were like. Alana's our favorite like blah blah and that was making me cringe so much because like five years ago I would have been like fuck yeah like I'm cool like that now I'm like I literally want to like throw him off the balcony (laughs) I was like shut up that's so embarrassing like I don't know you know what I mean yeah I think when you're younger you just like care so much about like male praise or still to this
0: day (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) but I would never
3: like I'm a girl's girl for sure
0: yeah, that's interesting. Like, you, like, the male praise and
1: then you being like, still. Well, I mean, it's cause I'm trying to work on not getting my worth through men. <laughs> well, no, but that's Good what I was going to say. Road I in. think that's what's so interesting is cause you're single. Yeah.
0: So now, like, being married, I have this, like, it go, it goes to the topic of can you actually be friends with a guy? But no. it's like, <laughs> see, and I think yes, but it's like, um, I don't even feel like I have an option to be, like, a guy's girl anymore. But now, actually, I do. Like, ironically, tomorrow I'm going on a little guy's trip with all of Graham's friends. And Graham was like, you you just can bro out at the table with them. And it's like, I guess that's okay. Yeah. But I don't want to be, like, I don't want to go with, like, a group of our guy friends here on, like, a trip. Unless Graham goes, like, then you're not the guy's girl. That's kind of interesting. I think guy's
1: girl and girl's girl just is, like... At the end of the day, like, do you have your girlfriend's backs? Like, that's like, genuinely how I think of it.
0: No, I, I actually agree with that at, yeah. at a at a surface level point of like, you, uh, if you're if you say I'm a guy's girl, yeah, you're right. You're just down. It's a cop out to stab the girls in the back and be like, I'm just a guy's girl. They don't because because what happens? Guys care less, aren't dramatic, yeah. don't give
1: mm-hmm. a shit. Girls care more. I don't want to deal with that. Exactly. Like We all can bro out, but at the end of the day, like if if you're crying and you call me, I'll be like, sorry guys, I'm going to go console Alex. Yeah, not I'm a, oh, I don't give a shit because I'm a guy's girl. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, I'm going to stay here and drink beer, like, <laughs> yeah. hang out with the guys and because like, I don't want drama. So it's it's drama. like, you no, know, my friend's fucking crying. I'm going to go hang out with
0: her. That's my favorite. The <laughs> sentence of, I'm just a guy's girl because guys are so much less dramatic and there's no drama with them. Yep. In what world? Even more worlds.
3: Their drama is just different than ours, and it's more intense, I think. Yeah. Yes. And,
1: and they hold on to grudges forever because they don't deal with their drama. And imagine <laughs> trying to fit in constantly.
0: Like, we're a girl, like we're just talking about our literal periods. Literally. Like we're like, I have hormones, and it's like, imagine just constantly trying to be like a bro and not like be in touch with the girl side of things. Nah. No, that take leave that and leave that in your teens. There's the door. <laughs> That's <laughs> like
3: guys shit. don't even
0: like know their best friends. They don't
3: like they know don't. them as intimately as we do. Don't like, even
1: get me started. They don't know
3: anything about them. <laughs> Did guys
0: like <laughs> Partake. Like, I specifically remember, like, MySpace top eight and top 12 was, like, huge in my life. I know, I remember that. I actually was too young for MySpace. <laughs> you were? I wasn't allowed yeah. to get MySpace. I just got, went straight to Facebook. But it traumatized my friends. <laughs> yes, but I don't think guys ever participated or cared or gave a Mm-mm. shit about their... Like, when it comes to picking your bridesmaids, it's a way bigger deal to us than the guys are like, let me know the number, I'll call up the boys. Okay,
1: but you want to know my theory behind that is I think guys the the guys they meet in high school they like imprint on and they yeah. carry those men their entire life like they might like graham's your face right now <laughs> well, they don't even know about 10 years <laughs> like he's his groups were his high school friends right
0: Co- or I, grow he, up he had he had i'll gotta give it to him he had like two for every stage
1: of life okay that's good but like my brother still to this day will be like my be-, like i'll be like who are your best friends and he'll say his high school friends i'm like Gee, when was the last time you guys talked? (laughs) Okay,
0: bro. You know what I don't care about at all? Is your high school experience if I didn't go to high school with you. Amen. Graham will tell me. People will tell me. I'll catch on very early on in a conversation. Like, okay, so in high school. And I'm like, leave high school in high school. I'm like, aren't we 27? Like 28, 29 uh, college. Okay. Because what was college? Semi a level playing field for everybody. And like your university, I could maybe relate to a little bit. I don't give a shit what you did in college or in high school. I don't even refer to anything pre New York anymore. Like, (laughs) so in high school, I'm like in high, in high school. I'm literally like last year. Your parents paid for you in high school. <laughs> like if you were like, "Hey, Jordan about seven years ago, this," I'd be like, "What?" Yeah, like this person really hurt. Like, my memories
3: f- from high school even real? Are they just like a vague dream
0: that no, I had.
1: Legitly, like I don't even know remember. If they're real.
0: I love my high school like girls. Like that's great, but but we're all well. Okay, even if your high school friends are still your best friends, fine, as long as you keep up with them. But I don't want to know a lot of stories from the past. No, <laughs> like I'm. Your game days? <laughs> I don't. You're like, okay, so for game day. But, so here's what we did before. Like, do you want me to sit here and tell you a story about my volleyball game days and what music we listen
1: to? Like, does it help you? But do I know something sad with that is those are probably the people their best time of their life was high school. So they're living in the past still. Like, we don't talk about it because, like, our best life is still happening. But a lot of people praise the high school days, so they refer to the high school days. I don't get it, though, because, like, we're not going that way. I asked someone one time, and I was like, (laughs) what was the best time of your life? And they were like, probably probably high school, maybe college. And they asked me that question. I go, I haven't hit it yet, bro. Boom. (laughs) That's
0: right. Don't know. Stay tuned. I haven't hit it yet. Still (laughs) taking And I'm down. If you enjoyed high school, I loved loved high school. It was was, cool. It was, I was happy. It was a phenomenal time in my life, but it's, However many years ago. Exactly. I don't. We're not. I literally don't know who that person was.
1: No. Yeah. You know. We're not Benjamin Buttoning <laughs> over here. <laughs> no,
0: we are. Well, well. Does that make sense? We, I, I get down to do a little Benjamin Buttoning.
3: <laughs> What's your favorite age? Like your ideal. Like if you could freeze time, you
0: would live in that age. Now. Now? 20, probably, 27? Probably 27. You know, somebody asked me the other day why I don't have kids yet. And I thought about it and I thought about it. And I mean, I fucking burned it in my brain. And then I realized the answer. Plus. I was like, I'm at the happiest time in my life. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't an easy path to get here. Fuck no. So I kind of want to just sit in it for a little
1: bit. Wait, I love that actually. Cause same. Like, no, same. Cause I which we'll talk about maybe in a little bit. And it's when I ended something with someone, I was very I'm very sad about it. But deep down I was thinking, I'm like. But the part of me that's okay is like I'm okay not being in a serious relationship because I'm in such a happy time of my life and I just want to like enjoy it.
0: Yeah, the hard like the hard times are hard, so the good times are even better. Yeah, and it's like I I don't want to throw a wrench in this right now because of course yeah. I want kids one day. I want four and I want to name them all these little things. But it's like right now, J W Bennett, J W Bennett, Biz <laughs> Bennett, Beck Bennett. I have all these I have all these ideas. But it's like I don't want to do that right now because we worked. If if you're at a happy time, like I think it's okay to want to sit in it and be yeah. like, "Yes, this is a fun one." And like it was, listen, give us a month. We'll be we'll be like <laughs> crying for the microphone. Oh, four hours ago, I would not have said what I just said. Then <laughs> I went to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> like.
1: Like, I'm happy. Let us be happy for a second. You know, it's like, damn, I don't know. Yeah, very contradictory over in this household.
0: Let's do talk about your situation if you want, if you want. Yeah. Wanna wanna insert a therapy out on your therapy? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of therapy, let's get into better health, baby. <laughs> okay. Quick pause to talk about BetterHelp because this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you are at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes, as we just talked about, life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in a way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get the best version of yourself because when you feel empowered, you are more prepared to take on that everything life throws at you. And here at Mean Girl, we are huge proponents of therapy because it's playing offense, not defense. So prepare for the good days and the bad days. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. That's incredible. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash mean girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash mean girl.
1: Because Alex, what's the greenest
0: flag of all? a guy that goes to therapy it's the greenest flag of all
1: that's one of my favorite lines well it's a green (laughs) line no that's so true though like literally if a guy was like i go to therapy i'd be like marry me literally let's get this going yeah it's like thank you i know they don't though that's okay as long as they can go eventually yep as long as they have a core good group of people around them where they can be vulnerable with i guess yeah, they journal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe a red flag is a guy journaling. I don't know. Oh, that's sweet. It's so sweet.
0: But I do imagine walking in the room and Graham's journaling. I think I'd be like, oh, wow. I actually can't believe I'm saying that. I don't know. That's just how I feel. I might be like very in touch. No, he does
1: journal. I just don't see it because it's out. it's really early in the morning before I get up. Uh, <laughs> oh I think that when I think of a guy journaling, I think of them writing how much they love me. <laughs> do you think of my journals, how much I hate them.
0: <laughs> no, I do journal. I journal with the thought that if I'm dead one day and Graham goes back and reads all of my
1: journals, he would be like, if anyone got my journal, they would think I was a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. The anger that goes into that journal. But that's because <sighs> anger is something that fuels my sadness and a lot of other emotions in my life. So I try to get all my anger out on paper. So then I release it from my body. I usually do that, and
0: the only time it doesn't work is the hormones. Yeah, I tried. Have you tried that to journal
1: out the anger with the hormones? It's like no, I don't journal during my period. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's like so sad. I only journal like maybe like once or twice a week now, and it's just to get like all the bottled up like last minute emotions out that I can't let go of. It's the best release. it 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 it, it really is. Also. I definitely recommend anyone who's like going through like a confusing time in their life to journal because then you can go back and read your emotions and feelings and remember how you felt and it kind of helps you figure out where you're going. And like if you're dealing with a bad breakup. Yes.
0: Like remember. And I think, I think if it gets knotted up in here and if you are forced to put it out on paper, mm-hmm. then I think it, it helps you process it and it doesn't seem as big to you. Yes. And, and it helps you organize it. Exactly. Talk to us about your thoughts. Yeah. I, I was like, all right, now.
1: I'm avoiding this conversation. So let's get into <laughs> it. I actually feel a lot better today. So I'm in a good place to talk about it. Yesterday, if, you, <laughs> if we would have recorded yesterday, I would have been like tissues. Like sweatpants and a sweatshirt, but I feel better today. I went to therapy this morning and it was an incredible session. Like, Nice. Yes. Good. Well, I feel this way tomorrow? I don't know. Yesterday I was a little scared. I know. A little timid and nervous. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I had to leave the office yesterday because I was in tears. I was like, I got to go home. (laughs) But I haven't cried today, so that's good. That's amazing. Good for you. Did you go to Tasty Delight yesterday? Yes, I did. I also took an edible. I thought so. It was good. (laughs) Because I was so upset. That's where the ice cream was from? (laughs) Yes. No, sorry. No, 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 no. I went to Pinkberry. Oh. Yeah, Froyo. Mm, you can no. no, no. I saw it, though, and I was like, oh. It was really good. I forgot how good. For, sorry, I'm I'm avoiding. Um, <laughs> talk. <laughs> so I don't even, like, know where to begin. Like, um, you're going to have to help pull this out of me a little bit.
0: Well, I'll say the basis of the conversation we were going to have
1: oh, was, like, how to properly get over someone. If that's what you still want to do. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like it'll be good to give the people listening to the podcast a little bit of an insight of maybe where my head's been at because I feel like the past few episodes, I haven't even been in this room because of my mind. And I mean, it just has not been here. Um, so yeah, I feel like I ended, I guess we'll just call it a relationship. Like I'm sick of the situation. Yeah. Term. I ended a relationship last week that has hurt me. Like I've literally like, cried every day. I like don't know what's going on. I usually don't cry or handle my emotions very well. Um, I like am realizing maybe I don't properly, properly deal with breakups or ending things. Like I had a boyfriend of five years and after we ended things, I didn't cry. I ended things with someone after a year and I was like, all let right, right, let's, let's move on. But now I ended this with him and it was only five months, but I'm like in tears every day. So I've never fully explained the full timeline of this relationship because it's been all over the place and I've also dated people because him and I have been on and off since August so it's been over it's been five months and I've dated people in and out of that but um he's the person that I talked about back in that episode I don't remember what episode it was but it was the people treat how you let them he was that guy mm-hmm. <laughs> from the wedding <laughs> from the wedding um oh
3: yeah he wasn't at the wedding but the he drama was- <laughs> happened via phone while you wedding. were at the wedding.
1: <laughs> I yeah. forgot about all of this. Yeah, oh me my too. god! <laughs> so yeah, he was the people that people treat. I let them guy from that one wedding that I had to end it with because he wasn't ready, and then I dated another guy in between. But then I reached out to him, and then like two like two weeks later, we were like back on, and we were back on for a few months before ending. So he's been in and on my life for a while. So yeah, i was say middle of November you, you turned it back on <clears throat> Yeah, uh, yeah. Like beginning of November, we we saw each other, and then we started talking again. Yeah, yeah. So then it's been we were exclusive by, at the end of November. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that that was the thing, and then it just recently ended again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you were on for the the month of December, really?
1: Yeah, a little bit of November, and then all of December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it was like on and off for like five months. Yeah. Which like. I don't know why I beat myself up about this, but I know some people listening will be like, Jordan's only five months and you're that distraught. And it's like, my therapist was like, you can't allow people to come at you about that. I don't know why, but in my head, it's like, I don't, I'm not allowing myself to have valid feelings because it wasn't long enough. I know it's crazy. Your face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. If anybody
0: doesn't understand how girls are wired, yeah. it can be a week. Also, and when it, you like someone, you like someone. It can level you. You don't even have to have talked to them. Yeah. And you can be like, I can't get over it. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. Time has nothing to do with... Yeah. No, no. People have... If, it, if there's a girl listening, she will not hate on
1: that because she has the same brain we all do. That's true. That's true. Um, and I'm like, how do you properly get over someone who you, you didn't end because you stopped liking them. You ended because they couldn't give you what you needed, A.K. what you and Graham went through a little bit, because you didn't break up because... You stopped loving him. You broke up because he cheated on you. Right. Correct? Correct. So I was like, hmm, who could I ask these questions to? Miss Alex Bennett? Like, my biggest thing is, like, how did you... I know, like, very different. I mean, you guys dated how many years before he cheated on you? Maybe three. Three years. And, like, he cheated on you. Very different situation. I'm aware of that. But, like, how did you properly grieve someone you had to end things with because it was... For your better well being, not because you stopped loving him or caring for him or liking him. Yeah, so it's a loaded question.
0: No, it's it's not loaded. It's just it it hurts because, or it's it hurts and it's hard to answer because looking back on it now, I know. I'm I'm trying to not answer it, knowing I had a success story. Oh, because yeah. Because I think that's very detrimental. Because the the largest part, people will DM me a lot, and they're like, "How did you know you were going to get back to?" And I'm like, "That's the least important part. The most important part is if I can put myself right back to when I got the phone call that he cheated on me once, and I got another one all in one day. And I put myself to the next day when I wake up." And it's like, you are devastated, sick, ex- you're all these different feelings. But what you know is you have to break up with and end it with this person because they don't serve you. And you know it in your heart of hearts. Is it going to be hard to do? Yes. Are they going to try to get you back? Probably. And you just, the thing is like the first step and the most important step is like knowing It's over. And I think a lot of people hold on to this, the what if. Well, we could. But what if he apologizes? What about this scenario? None of it matters. Because you can't get back together with somebody who hurt you, can't give you what you want, any of those things, unless you fully. Because you get to be selfish. And it's hard. But you have to say, it is over. I am going to move on. Is there a chance that something else happens moving on? Yes, but you have to say it's
1: you have to end it for yourself and let go of all hope or what is in your head. No, that's I appreciate you saying that cuz I think that's the part that I've been struggling with the most is cuz when you end it with someone, usually it doesn't just like end like that, cold turkey. They're going to want to talk again. They're gonna try to apologize. They're gonna try to win you back. And that all happened in a very short time. And it was like a roller coaster of emotions. And we ended on a really positive note. Like at first, we ended on a very bad note. Mm-hmm. And I was fueled with anger and I was fine. Like two weeks ago, I was like, Like, I literally was like, fuck him. He hurt me so bad. I'm going to live my best life because I'm fueled with anger. But then you sit in it and then you have another conversation and you guys have a good conversation. And then you start to be fueled with, like, sadness. And you're like, oh, my God. Now I actually miss you. Mm -hmm. You hurt me, but I miss you now. Mm -hmm. so my brain over the past few weeks have just been like contradicting itself it's like one moment one moment I feel like this and I feel good and strong and I'm like today's gonna be a great day but then I hear like a song or I wake up or I smell something or like a memory or I see him and I'm like distraught in tears and I'm like maybe I should give him that one more chance and it's just like an exhausting like I was in therapy this morning and she's like what's like the biggest emotion that you're feeling She's like, don't say sadness. And I was like, it's the exhaustion that's just coming with this whole thing. Because at the end of the day, it's, like, so sad that someone you cared about didn't seem to care enough, care enough about you to show you and give you the love that you thought you deserved. And it's just, like, this exhausting feeling that I think a lot of people feel. And it's like, how could how can someone that I cared about so much not have cared about me enough to, like, show me that? And I just have to remind myself, like, every day that at the end of the day you were hurt and that hurts never going to go away and like that's a big enough reason not to go back until maybe they change but I don't know about you but another thing that I can't stop thinking about is well what if like what if he comes around in six months like I don't know if you felt like that if you're always like what if Graham does come around so that's okay so the the
0: I was trying, I'm trying to make mental notes as you're talking. Sorry, I just said a lot. No, 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 it's good. The the first thing was questioning how can somebody I love that much hurt me that much? You can't process that. Yeah. You can't understand it. And I would say the quicker you stop asking it, the more of your emotional strength you'll gain back. Yeah. Because there's not an answer to it. Well, there is. It, it's their problem, though. Yeah, it's not, it's not something that I can ever figure out on my own. it had ever. nothing to do with you. It's their demons. Mm-hmm. Always. For Graham, it was entitlement. You know, for your guy, it's something else that li- lies within them. Mm-hmm. But if they wanted to hurt us and then they didn't care, we would know that. Because they would never try to get us back. They would never say sorry. That's so true. the answer is they're, they're actually the problem with that. We can't put our self-worth on that. Yeah, you can't be like I just want to understand it because you're not going to understand it. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, okay, holding on to this. What if? What if in six months they change?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think is I I think is the worst problem that we have as people because I think we say I'm going to break up with them. in my heart, but I'm going to leave the 1% in case it does work out. And I think it's the worst thing we could do fully Mm -hmm. because I think it's no longer in our control. If these guys and it could be roles could be reversed, but if somebody is going to hurt somebody to the tune that I was hurt, to the tune that you were hurt, we have to break up. We owe it to ourselves to end it with them. 100% to go on other dates to say it is over. Because if they... I, I almost hesitate even saying this part. I almost texted it to you. But then I was like, no. Because it you have to take it out for what it's worth. And it's... Don't count on this happening. But if they want you back, it can be... They can knock on your door every day for six months. Because you need to know if they hurt you that bad, they will never fucking hurt you that bad again. Because... Once once somebody hurts you once, cheats on you once, fine. Fool me once, I do think it's shame on them. But if they fool you a second time, it's shame on you. So what do you want to be? Damn near certain with every bone in your body that it doesn't happen again. And what does that take? It takes time. Mm-hmm. So it takes you fully shutting them off, saying, nope. In a way, fuck you. And I'm saying fuck you because I need that. Yeah. I need that for me. And I need to say, I'm going to date other people. I'm going to give myself a chance and I'm going to go run. And if you want me, by the time you've caught me, it will have been so relentless that I will never, ever, ever question that you'll ever do it again. And it's like that level of like, we are broke. And it took, it makes you even want to cry thinking about it because it took every ounce in me. And it took days where I would just ball and be like, I can't not respond. Like I want what because what do you want to do? You want to hug them and you want to accept them back. Yeah. But it's so short term that it takes something inside of you being like we're over and Mm -hmm. you have to mean it and you have to let go of that. What if
3: it's almost like you redate a new person.
0: It's enti- you've broken up with that yes mm-hmm. that might be the best way to actually think about it that person you broke up with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a new one can come along but it's the best way to think about it Graham said this he said, I said, what was going on when you were oh doing? Oh, God. I feel like I'm going to cry if you hear what Graham had to say. It, it actually did kind of make me tear up a little bit. Well, first of all, he's like, when you were going on other dates, he kind of had a mentor in the process. How long was it? Was it six months or was it a year? It was a year before we were fully back together. It was six months of like, do not talk to me.
1: When did he start the letters? Like, I don't want to. That's uh, how pr- I'm just like curious. Was about, it like a week? Oh, shit. I mean, it was pretty
0: fast. Um. So I would go on other dates with people. And the thing that his mentor told him was good. Let her do that. Because a, if you do get her back, she won't have any question about that because she will have explored other options. And if things do work out here, she's seeing all these guys, aren't you, mm-hmm. which was, that was what was happening. Um He tried for a very long time with zero response from me, which every day him relentlessly doing it did show me that he meant it. But this was my biggest one. He knew to his core, that he wanted to be with me and he said he knew it from the day we broke up and he said his biggest piece of advice to people would be if you don't have that like burning feeling like that 100 feeling like this is my person oh my God, i'm gonna
1: start crying <laughs> he said
0: he said i w- i would say go enjoy your life and don't don't get don't bother with that person because he said getting the right person back is hard work it's emotional and it's emotionally exhausting and it takes a lot out of you and it's a, sh- you're signing up for like a shit storm of a year and just a lot of pain. So that's getting the right person back, but getting the wrong person back would be draining. And he's like, we're all young and we have a lot of life left. So if you don't have really, if you don't have that every ounce of being in you, this is my person. He's like,
1: I wouldn't bother because it's just a mess. Well, and like you'll know when you have that feeling like, and if you haven't felt it yet, that's okay. That means you haven't found your person, but like, Everyone who, who's experienced that feeling like knows it. It's just something that's intuition. Because I feel like people will be like, well, how do you know you have that feeling? It's like, you'll know. You just know. You just know. You never so had sweet. another
3: breakup that you felt like this for?
1: So I, I learned in therapy that I am someone who mourns losses during versus after. So like with my five-year relationship, mm. I knew for about six months I wanted to end it with him, and I mourned it throughout that time. Mm-hmm. And... So when I was ready to break up with him, I was already, I'd already mourned it. I was there. Okay. Um, with like that toxic relationship, it was, it was never good. So I was mourning it every single day for an entire year when I lost my grandpa, he, everyone knew he was sick for so long. So she's like, you're just someone who mourns pre, but with this situation, I didn't mourn it pre because it was so, I think, I mean, on and off for so long where this is the first time I'm like understanding that it can't be a thing, mm. if that makes sense. So now I'm mourning it. You had hope before. I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys knew how much hope I had.
0: Would you almost say too though? Like that's that was so fascinating. Mourning like during. Yeah, I know that was a thing. No idea. Would you say you never even got to fully enjoy this one either because it was so much, or do you feel like there was a there was a time when you fully enjoyed it? And that's why it hurts so bad now or that you felt like you never got the best out of it? I
1: think both. I feel like I never got the best out of it, but I don't blame myself for that. No, (laughs) let me tell you what. (laughs) Don't you can't. Yeah, no, I, I, we, I didn't get the, I think what I truly mourn is like, I never saw the best version of him because he has so many things he has to deal with that he wasn't allowing himself to give me his best version because he was like always pushing me away. Okay. If that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. So it's like, it's like I'm mourning the person I met because the person I met is not the person he is today. But yeah, I I also think too, something that what you uh, talked about how you were saying like, the fuck you, that's something I need to work on. Because this morning I was talking to my therapist and I was like, for some reason I feel so guilty going on social media and seeming happy because I don't want them to think I'm happy because if they think I'm happy, they'll think I'm over them. And then in my mind, if they think I'm over them, they'll stop working on themselves. Not that I even know if they are working on themselves. And she was like, say that again one more time. And I did. And she was like, so you're telling me (laughs) you only want someone to work on themselves if they know you're not over them. And I was like, wait a second. That's so valid. I want someone to work on themselves because they want to, not because they want me to want them to. You have to, and ev-
0: and and anybody that deals with this has to say, I, it's not, when I say, fuck you is almost a mentality. It's like, nobody wishes ill will towards any of these people. Like, it's just very much so of a, you go be happy. You go look forward. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens with him, you saying I want you to still work on yourself is entertaining a little bit of like what can happen in the future. Yeah. And you got to go all for Jordan right now. I got to let that go like fully. And it's hard. It's fully. so much easier said than done. But you being like, I don't want to show that I'm happy on Instagram. You go be you go be your best, happiest. I know, that.
1: I know.
3: Fuck that. I know. Why would you
0: try to not be happy for someone
3: else to spare someone else's feelings that fucked you over? That's very valid. I have no
0: idea. Like, I don't About know that because I'm crazy, no, I'm <laughs> but I know no. sweet. But I think it's because you also want a little bit of him to be like, she's hurting. Mm-hmm. I can keep you trying. You to suffer, kind of. Yeah. And you think if if he does know you're hurting, he'll keep trying. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's holding
1: on to false hope. You just hit the nail on the head. Yes,
3: that's true. You're try- almost trying to make him work on it so he comes back. Exactly. This reminds me so much of my first boyfriend that he left me for another girl. And he – I would do anything for him. Like, he would c- call me and I would let him pick me up wherever I was. And, like, I would hook up with him and stuff. And he was, like, dating the other girl. Because yeah. I really thought, like, if – like, it, that was going to go away. And, like, every time he came back, I was, like... He was coming back to me. Mm -hmm. But the problem wasn't going away. Like, the other girl was not going away. But I was just so blinded by the fact that he was even just coming back that I would just do whatever he
0: wanted. The second you allow yourself... It's difficult. But, like, um... If he's... Let's say he's... Okay, in my my scenario, I was getting letters every day. Mm -hmm. I thought... I'll respond to one a week mm-hmm. just to make sure he still sends them because it's a little easier knowing he's thinking about me as much as I'm thinking about him. But holding on to that isn't letting anybody go forward. So fully being able to be like, I can be happy. I can show him my story that I am happy. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm allowed to go be happy. I'm not going to talk to him. And I'm going to give it a real shot and me going forward 100%. When you really cut that off. Yeah, knowing knowing he might stop, but he might not. But, he, but you don't care. Exactly. And if he stopped like that shows you you're not his person. And if you baby him and give him little carrots, you're not going to know if he really wants it. If he really has it in him to want you back, you will know without a shadow of a doubt. But the only way you're going to know is if you fully cut off and you go save yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. I know I also learned too that right person, wrong time still equals wrong person. All every time, Fax. and I I had to say that like three times myself today. I was like, "That's a good one." Right person, wrong time still equals the wrong person. Jordan, you cannot
0: change that. No, no, whatever you do doesn't change that.
1: Exactly, and that's like, like I said, I've just never like more like never felt the sadness after the relationship. Mm-hmm. So this is such a unique feeling that I've never felt yeah. before because I've. I learned that I mourn all my relationships during.
0: Which is probably why your mentality is if I show him I'm sad, then he'll stay here because you're used to being able to be sad Mm -hmm. and mourning it, but they're still there. Mm -hmm. So you haven't had to feel the pain right then. But now you're having to feel the pain and cut them off, which is probably foreign to you.
1: Oh, that's a really good point.
0: You know, like yes. that you're you're having to do both and you're usually just do one than the other. Yeah. I'm learning a new way of mourning at 27 years old. Yeah. And then that's okay, though. Like, that's just. I mean, it's shitty, but that's why it's hard to cut off the full thought of maybe it'll happen again. Because mm-hmm. typically if you're still with somebody, but you're like, I don't even love this person, but I don't want to end it yet. Yeah. You know, because by the time you ended it with those people, you were like, thank you. Like, yeah. wipe your hands off. But with this one, you were like, wait, I still
1: liked you. Exactly. It's kind of like your first heartbreak, probably. Feeling it this way fully. Yes. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. I'm like, literally, I'm like, I don't remember the last time I cried every single day. Like, it's been like two fucking weeks. When is the, when are the tears
0: going <laughs> to stop? <laughs> so you, I, you know what's so funny about that, too? Don't you wonder? Because right now you're so in it. Mm-hmm. So you probably can't really see till Friday right now. You know, it's hard to see two days in advance when you're the one with with your heart broken. Yeah. And then one day you'll wake up and like, you won't cry. And it's like, I feel like when you have your heart broken, it's one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. But you cannot look a mile down the road. No. I've never been this present in my life. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm stuck here because I can't even imagine next week
1: because am I still crying next week or am I over him next week? Literally. Like for you like because a lot of people have dm'd us and i swear to god like not to bring astrology into it mercury retrograde is destroying relationships left and right so a lot of people have been dming us and they're like me and my ex or me and my relationship just broke up what do i do like what do i do what i do what are the next steps so like for you someone who went through it like like how did you get through it like i feel like we should just leave people with some like tips or tricks, even if there might maybe aren't any, just so they don't don't listen to this and they're like, that was a really sad story. What are you going to do now, Jordan?
0: Right. Okay. Well, this is my biggest tip. When your heart breaks, it broke for a reason because you were happy before that and you were in a good relationship or at one point this brought you joy. So Mm -hmm. anything after that, of course, is going to break your heart. I remember... I remember I was in bed for three days um, and like, I don't really remember the three days and I woke up and my roommate had come in and removed all of his pictures out of my picture frame and turned them upside down. Like I I was in that mode. And I think, I think the biggest takeaway is if you're in that mode, know you're normal, Mm -hmm. know it sucks, but know that there's life on the other side of it. The one thing you can't do is make it easier on yourself and go back to them. If you know, in your heart of hearts and by knowing in your heart of hearts, you have to, Close your eyes. You know, you got to get quiet and you got to say in your heart. I'll tell you this isn't, it's going to suck. Yeah. It's going to be a bitch for a couple months. You're going to cry. You are going to have a classic human heartbreak, mm-hmm. but you'll get through it. Do not go back to that person because it's easier at the time, because at some point you'll get what's coming for you. So surround yourself with good people. Call lean on your friend, lean on your girls Plan something fun. Like when you're so in mm-hmm. your head, at least turn on a rom-com. But get through it. Mm-hmm. Journal a little bit. Put one foot in front of the other and know that you will be okay. But reach out to somebody, too, that seriously had their heart shattered because they'll pull you through it. But plan fun things and just know. Also know this. Every day, it does get a little bit better. Yeah. If you go back to the shitty situation, you've just reset it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah. keep going. Yeah, like yesterday I told you guys I was I cried all day, but today I haven't cried once. Mm-hmm. And, and accept
0: that win. Tomorrow yeah. you might cry. Yeah. But every day you're like, I'm further away from the problem. And you are. Mm-hmm. And let go of, I'm not kidding you, let go of any chance that you will get back together. Yeah. Because like release that to whoever you want to release it to because it'll take care of itself. If you're supposed to get back together, there will not be a doubt in your mind and that person will come get you. But you got to go.
1: Yeah. No, I, I love all of that. I think like the two things I've learned is like, one, you have to cut off cut off communication. Like we, all, you got to send the text or tell them in person. Like you have to be mean. Like I had to do it. I was like, you have to leave me alone and give me my space. Because mm-hmm. one, you lost your right to check in on me the moment you hurt me. But two, we're not together anymore. Like, you gotta let me go. Like, you, I know so many people struggle because they don't wanna be the mean, like the bad guy, but you gotta tell that person to pretty much fuck off. Like, you said, like, not like, you don't have to say, like, fuck off, but like, leave me alone. Let me mourn, let me get over you, let me move on. And that's to save yourself, not hurt them. Exactly. Like, and they know, like, deep down in their heart, like, They know you're not doing it because you hate them. They know you're doing it because you need to take care of yourself. You're protecting you. It's not. We don't want to be me. Like I agree, it's not being mean to them. No. And then also, like you said, let go of the idea that they're ever coming back. But also, like remember that your feelings that you felt are always valid. Always valid. I have to remind myself that every day because, like, your brain will try to switch the narrative on you consistently all the time. But like, you felt a certain way. You made a decision. You have to stand firm in that decision, and your feelings were valid. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds so much easier said than done, but like I have to like tell myself that every night, I, every morning I wake up, every night I go to bed, I'm like, my feelings are valid.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they are valid. They're so valid, and they're, they're 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 like valid, but they're also when you say your feelings are valid, you
1: mean like you ending it is correct. Oh, sorry. Like, um, when I felt hurt by him, those feelings were valid. Yes. Like, I was hurt, and that was a real situation, and I felt hurt, and those feelings of feeling hurt are valid. Yes. Yes. I didn't just, like, make up that situation in my head. Like, I was hurt. Correct.
0: Yeah, that that kind of goes with what we were saying last week. When when somebody does hurt you, you start to look back and think maybe what were you culpable with and whatnot, but it's like at the end of the day, you were hurt Mm -hmm. to the tune that you needed to end it. So if that is a situation that somebody is experiencing, remember that that is valid and accurate. Exactly. Because you'll start to feel the butterflies. And you're like, but remember all the good times? And it's like, and remember the really bad ones? Mm-hmm.
1: Those were worse. Because the bad's always going to outweigh the good at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, that was really nice, Alex. I liked what Graham said, too. And it's one 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 right now. <laughs> oh, it is. Wow. Wait, that's kind of crazy. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do think that's a good point, though. If you don't feel it in your heart of hearts, don't try to get this person back just because it's
1: easier. Yeah, don't be selfish. Like don't let it go for both of you. Unless you like you, that was so powerful. Like unless you feel that feeling, which you will know if you feel the feeling. If you feel that fight for them all day, every day. Fight to your blue in the face. But like if you don't feel it, don't be selfish just because you don't want to be alone or because your ego is getting in the way. Like or it's harder. It's harder yeah. at the time. It's pain. It's I close my eyes and I'm like, it's
0: pa- it's painful. Yeah. But we have to. That's this is. This is just your 20s. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a heartbreak between the age of 18 and probably 35, is a heartbreak in there that you think is worse than everyone else's. It is just a shitty feeling.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing that sucks is like I've gone through plenty of heartbreaks in my past and I truly thought like the next person I dated, like I thought I was done with the heartbreaks. Oh, no, there's no set amount of heartbreaks in this lifetime. No, and you don't get to write the rules because
0: we people laugh when we do that. It's always the one you don't think. Yep. I was like, there's no way I'm going to experience another
1: heartbreak. 27 years <laughs> like, old, baby. Ha! JK Jordan. 2023.
3: I like the idea of thinking that it's just it's not unique. I don't know. I find solace in that. Wait, what do you mean? I, f- I find comfort in reminding myself, like, oh, everyone. This is a human emotion. Yeah. This is a human experience. Like, this isn't unique to me. You know what Fully. I mean? Like, I'm not going to die.
1: Yes.
0: Well, it gives you confidence, to When I know I'm going through something that everybody else has gone through, mm-hmm. I know I can get through it. Yeah.
1: Also, think about, like, your past, like. I've gone through really shitty situations and I was okay. Like I'll be okay this time. Right. Uh, you know? You'll look back and be like,
0: yeah. you'll literally gag in four months. When I was flying <laughs> <Hopefully>. to <laughs> you, it's hard to see right now because yeah. that's because you can't see. When I was flying to um back to New York, this guy was on my flight and I looked at Graham and I just started laughing because he was the guy in high school for me who I remember, it was the only time I cried. I got in the backseat of my parents' car and I was just in hysterics bawling because I was like, I like, am obsessed with this guy. I'm supposed to marry him and he doesn't even know I exist. My mom turned around and she was like, that's heartbreak number one, honey. There are many more coming and we all go through it. Yeah, Wait, You saw the actual person on the plane? The actual person. No he got way. on the plane in Oklahoma City and I was like, oh, like he just hit me. Wow, and that I, is so funny. And I was like, but at the time, little mm-hmm. 15, 16-year-old Alex, yeah. I couldn't see past that. And I was devastated. Yeah, My high school boyfriend destroyed me. And now I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Same. Like, he actually taught me great lessons. I think oh, he, same. He, I'm he's so thankful. Reaction, my
3: reaction to the way we broke up, like, changed yeah, the, my, my the first chemicals in my brain. My first cheating situation,
1: I was
0: cheated like, on. I was first like, relationship. relationship. I,
3: like, like... I would, like, let him just, like, come have sex with me. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> like, it's so embarrassing. Like, No, my high
1: school boyfriend, my first boyfriend, like, cheated <laughs> me, mean, I just, like, allowed it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, no. Also, too, start be, learn to be vulnerable with your friends because every single human being has gone through a heartbreak. And, like, mm-hmm. I have such amazing people around me. Like, it's been so good to, like, even hear you say more because I don't know everything about you and Graham's. Break up because right. like you're married now, like you don't want to live in the past. But like hearing what you just said to me, like that was so powerful. Like you're two people who went through the ringer, and yeah, it doesn't always end up that the two get back together. But like you still went through the pain and felt the pain, and you were still okay at the end of it. And like that's really powerful to see yes. and hear about. I do think I owe people this
0: too. I guess if you're at the, if you're in a scenario where you were very much so hurt and you are back together with the person that part of it too is really hard. And there was like six months where I would, I was still really afraid of like him or if we were out and he even left me at a bar for 10 minutes, I was like, Oh my God, were you we talking to another girl? And I feel like that part of it's part of the healing process. And so if you're like a girl or a guy listening to that and you're going through that, just being really sweet to each other and like, validating each other and knowing that it is okay because there's still pain there, even though you've kind of gotten to the other side, is just part of the process.
1: I'm so glad you said that. Like, especially if like Graham being the person who cheated on you, like he needs to know that there's gonna be baggage that comes along like getting back together with you and he has to help you unpack that baggage because you guys are a team. Yeah. And he would, he would hold me physically and he'd be like, it's okay.
0: And I would, you know, but it, that's part of it. Cause you, that's where you gain trust back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I love that. I feel like maybe one day too, we can like, cause I know some people are, have asked, like we, we can dig into the, like, how'd you know you're supposed to go back? How did you know you were supposed to go back to Graham? Like, when did that change? Like what would that process was like? I feel like that could be a whole nother episode that people would want to listen to yeah
0: we could definitely do that yeah but
1: this we don't want to make this episode
0: too sad no i know i'm about to like cry and i'm, I'm like why
1: <laughs> <laughs> no say i'm gonna leave this room and Be like i just need a minute no, i'm just kidding it I'm just okay.
0: i think it's just sad in general because you i you're feeling it right now mm-hmm. you felt it I felt it and it's like you don't ever want that for in like you yeah. you feel that once and you really don't want that for anybody. No. Oh my God, no. I would never
1: wish this pain on anyone. Not even my worst enemy. No, I I know. It's like, oh wait. Heart, heartbreak is the most upsetting feeling ever. And it doesn't matter like the length of no. the relationship. No. Um so last night I was with my friend and she comes up with these like crazy would you rathers. I have no idea how she thinks of them off the top of her head. And she put on her close friends. Would you rather have all of your internet search history leaked or all of your texts leaked? <laughs> internet or search history, le- like
0: spew it out into the world. Do not show my text messages. See, I I said text. I
3: think I would do text
1: too. What? Actually, I don't my my internet search history. No thank you. My text, I don't fucking care. Wait, what do you guys Google? I mean, mine would be like porn
0: and like just like all this stuff. <laughs> oh, my Google is my Google search history is
1: so wanna know yours is dumb proof. Nash or uh <laughs> NASCAR, how to be a cowboy. That's literally <laughs> like, it. Like, you could I
0: you could read right now. If you read my text messages, I just like you'd be like, you idiot. <laughs> I,
1: that's actually a good
0: point. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's the oddest. That's actually valid.
1: <laughs> I don't even know. Sometimes I... But, like, everyone was saying text. And her and I both said internet. We were like, what? <laughs> like, what would you say? I don't know. Uh... Maybe because I'm not a big texter, I I don't care. Yeah,
3: I feel like my texts
1: aren't... Yeah. My search history is just, like, dumb. Like, my brain? No. No one is allowed to ever have this leaked. Like, what I, like, verbally say to people. Yeah. But I don't... I'm not a big texter, so I don't really mind.
0: But sometimes I just feel like even my text messages, I would rather paraphrase. This is why I don't want my texts leaked, actually. Because (laughs) sometimes... Okay, if I paraphrase to you the conversation I had with somebody, it would make sense. If you read it, you'd be like, well, you didn't, and then you, it just, like, doesn't. True. You're like, wait, but you're saying something different, and that's, like, a little different. And it's, like, it's all for the greater good of the greater point that I'm getting to, but my words to get there were a little odd. My Google search history is, like, do cows shit. Yeah, I embellish a lot. So maybe my
3: text would be incriminating. Actually, Sam, you know I mean you guys know me embellishes my middle name when yeah. It's (laughs)
0: like you said this to this person, but then you said this to this person, (laughs) and then that to the other person. That's valid. And you told this person you were sick. You weren't sick. Yeah,
1: that's that's good. That's a good point. Yeah, the shit we say over text sometimes Google's straightforward. Yeah, except my my search history is not good. No, it's dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. <laughs> well, it's like porn and stuff.
0: <laughs> I'd almost rather something dirty about me be out there than I would like. You have
3: a trill. Alex. I don't think you're thinking about how cringy porn can get. No, like, I'm not. You're I'm, just thinking like passionate lovemaking. Like, it yeah.
0: can get really specific and really weird. <laughs> I've never. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't even. I can't. Even, I don't even know. Like, you, I feel like it could change your, the way you look at someone. Fully. You, yeah. Fully. <laughs> oh, so your guys' Google search history is like that.
1: I, <laughs> you guys, you guys, I legitimately, so I went to the Apple store on Monday to get a new phone. The first thing I did before I walked into that store was clear my search history what because i was like i don't know what if something they need to go into safari and they start googling and something pops up like i don't even care about they literally were going into my text to see if stuff was sending i'm like i don't care <laughs> but i was like yeah. do
0: not touch my search history oh wow no i don't even know how to clear it
1: oh, Really? God. wow
0: no yeah she dirty she's a dirty girl but yeah my texts i i don't really care if either are leaked I think, the, I think the one I wouldn't want is my images leaked. Like, I don't want my my photos released. That's a good one. Yeah. That, to me, is like, please,
1: please don't release that. But I, you made a good point, though. I guess texting would cause a lot of you having to explain yourself, which uh, my brain capacity does not have time for that. But, like, search history, you could be like, yeah, I like porn, whatever. But text, you'd be like, okay, let's just. Take a few steps back. Which yeah, I wasn't that is sick. True.
0: No, the yeah, the other day I, I had Graham's iPad on the plane, and his boss is sending him all this stuff, and I click on it, and I'm like, "You motherfucker, you're not sick. You're not sick." And he's like, "Oh we god, had a plane you know, Cabo." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like in his head, you know, he has this perfectly explain, you know, and I'm like, "That made sense in your brain only, mm-hmm. but when you take your brain and give it to everybody else, people start thinking things." They, that's so true. Yeah, like no one would last a day in anyone's brain. No, because we wouldn't understand it. <laughs> no. And like you give yourself these passes and you're like, that That works. I'm being I'm being a good person, but this works over here. You can't give that up to everybody else.
1: Our moral compasses are all <laughs> very, very different.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: we're just trying to survive. <laughs> Wait, that's funny, actually. Yeah,
3: everyone's brain does work differently.
1: Yeah. I you know what I-, I just learned
3: from TikTok? What? So my whole life, I, I always like saw Calendar. Like... Mm-hmm. This like visual calendar in my head. It's like a a ring kind of, and like I'm inside the ring. Okay, and it's like shaded and like January, February, March. Summer's behind me. I found out that that's like a thing. It's called uh synastia or something like that. Is I thought pe- I was the only person in the world that did. The people who are like super creative. I don't know. It's like a vi- it's like a th- something like you see things. Like, so in my head, if I think, oh, February 20, 27th, like it's like right there on this like ring in my head. I,
0: I you know think, I'm talking. I, I, when you said it's right there, I got what you meant. Uh huh. Like February. I know where that's at in what? my, my area. And like, there was this diagram that's literally
3: exactly like what I see. And I've always like tried to explain to people and they're like, what are you talking?
1: Wait, about? what? Well, yeah. you, if you can find the lease yeah. to I'm curious. Yeah. I just think of like an old school calendar in my head and I'm like, February. Do you flip the page on your calendar? I guess if I'm envisioning a calendar, I am envisioning one that's like, like a physical calendar. Yeah. yeah. Mine is like this, like,
3: spatial ring. And in the summer, I'm behind the ring, like, staring at it. The fuck? But anytime after September, I'm inside of the ring. September <sighs> to April, I'm in the ring. I'm just staring
0: at a calendar. <sighs> M- mine's a Monopoly board, like, laid out flat. Or like a, like a sorry. Wait, it's really? ca- mine's Candyland. Sorry. It's Candyland oh, oh, of months, okay. but like they're this. flat and I see them. So I know when you say February 26th, it's there.
1: Uh huh interesting send send that video wait that's so fascinating wow yeah our brains are crazy but it's interesting how there are similarities there are but yeah on that note on that note oh by the way before we get into that actually watch us on
0: youtube (laughs) sorry i forget you have to cut the part of where i went like this on youtube because i thought i bled through Keeping it in. (laughs) Going to leave that part and zoom in. Um, So, Amy, do what you do best. (laughs) Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. I think that's all. And subscribe to us on YouTube and on all the podcast forums and leave us a five-star review.
1: Yes. Love you guys. And we hope that if any of this stuff resonated, if you're going through a breakup, you're not alone. We love you. We love you. I'm I'm sorry if it resonated. Yeah, I hope it doesn't. But if you are going through breakup, like, we're all in this together and you got this and it'll be better on the other side. We can go through it together. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)